honesty, passion, experience. It's Timberwolves Explosion, hosted on thesportstuff.com. And now, your host, Paladino Joey. Logan Timberwolves fans, are you ready for the explosion of Timberwolves basketball? I am your host, Paladino Joey, or Joey Awajan. Timberwolves Explosion is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Google Play Music, Stitcher, and Double Twist, along with other RSS feed uh, type, uh, you know, <laughs> applications out there. Thank you once again for joining me today. It's a pleasure to be back on board talking Timberwolves basketball, getting ready for some snow here in the Twin Cities metro area and probably major parts of greater Minnesota and Iowa and God knows where else. Thank you for joining. Uh, well, the Timberwolves played three games last week and all losses. Where, oh where, has Carl Anthony Towns gone? Oh where, oh where has he gone? I, I don't know. Um, but the defense would probably get worse if he came back. That's the funny part. Um, I, I know that's an ongoing gag, but well, yeah, it kind of would. Uh, but there's other problems with this team right now. And hey, ladies and gentlemen, in David Stern type fashion, or maybe Adam Silver to be more appropriate at this stage, there's been a trade. The Minnesota Timberwolves send Jeff Teague and Trevion Graham to the Atlanta Hawks for Alan Crabb. So there you go. Uh, there you, there's your trade. Uh, draft night proposal type of thing. Okay, no, it's not draft night, but I tried to do it in draft night form if humanly possible. I don't know. What else do you want to talk about? A 30-point loss in Houston where, you know, James Harden just dribbled around people and got every call he always gets and pushes off and gets away with it and that's just the NBA right now certain guys get away with murder other guys get murdered and other guys sit on the injured list for 15 years when they should be out maybe a week you know that 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 kind of thing I'm not sure about Carl Anthony Towns's injury how serious it was but I'm telling you there is the injured list the IL you know I mean it's not the end of the world if if uh, you put him on the IL, it's not like, oh, crap, uh, the season's over. No, uh, if he was super-duper-duper-duper injured, you'd think the Timberwolves would have put him on the IL, right? But they didn't. So I'm not sure what's really going on with that. God bless him. I hope his knee heals. It did look it did look like something more serious than the average little, like, ah, you know, type of thing. Like, ah, that hurt a little bit. That's a strain or sprain or whatever. But uh, a sprain with an SP versus an ST is a little more serious, obviously. It could involve a little bit of... Damage, ligament damage going on, but I don't know. Just be honest about what's going on. Either he's out for like a month or two, or he's out for two weeks. I mean, be honest. Why does it have to be a game by game? Ah, Carl's out again. Ah, Carl's out again. Ah, Carl's out again. Ah, Andrew's sick. Ah, Covington's sick. Covington has a contusions. That's all it is, contusions. Yep, we know about contusions here in the uh, Paladino studios. We know about contusions around here, unfortunately, but at least mine's getting better. Yeah, contusions. Yes. Um, I don't even want to talk about the Houston game. I don't. It's just garbage. But we will briefly. Oklahoma City was not a bad game. Indiana was not a bad game. Oklahoma City was worse. I mean, they looked like the Harlem Globetrotters against us at times. Tic-tac-toe play. That wound up in, uh, yeah, we'll just get back to that in a little bit. Ferguson's hands. Ooh, man. Mm, that was just one pretty good play in that one. Okay, well, let's... Uh, Let's talk about the Alan Crabb trade very briefly. <clears throat> we'll get into it some more. I've kind of always been a fan. Yeah, he's not had a good year for Atlanta. I almost kind of forgot about him. I, I almost kind of did. I didn't even... It's like he barely even noticed he was on Atlanta. 
I barely even noticed. Like, I noticed, but barely. Uh, a guy who's been about a 39 to 40% career three-point shooter until this year, where he's down to about 32%. Not sure what's going on in Atlanta. His role is reduced by about 9, 10 minutes a game. I mean, uh, you know, that's a big drop in point uh, minutes, pardon me, almost a quarter worth of uh, playing time. His best days are with Portland and, of course, Brooklyn. Brooklyn, last year, a bit of a drop-off, a bit of a drop-off, but both years in Brooklyn, exactly 37.8% from downtown. So he does bring that three-point game to the Minnesota Timberwolves. Hopefully he can continue it in a more uh, positive fashion. I do believe there will be a sugar high from Alan Crabb. Uh, the multiple conversation here as well. See, Trevian Graham was just kind of, you know, he's, he, 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 I, I, I won't just call him a roster filler, but obviously not much money going on there. And not much of a role with him. He doesn't fit the system with a three-point shooting, but of course the grit and all that was nice to have. His hustle was good. Literally just kind of a hustle rotation player or out of the rotation player. Kind of 10th man type of guy, if you know what I mean. Kind of hovering around that ninth man, nine-man rotation range. Where uh, Alan Crabb is absolutely in uh, in the uh, nine-man rotation. Might even be in a six sixth-man type of role for a lot of teams. Could even start, spot start, this and that. Not a point guard. Uh, your point guard is either Shabazz Napier, uh, Jared Culver, or Andrew Wiggins is point forward, which Andrew Wiggins this week, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, and Jake Lehman's been out since 1985. I'll continue to use that sarcasm on that one. It's been a while. Uh, God bless him again. I, I, I'm just kind of getting miffed with these injuries in the NBA. They just take longer than every other league. They do. They take longer than every other league. I'm just raising that right here, right now, and I've been raising it most of the season because it's getting weird now. It's getting weirder every year. I swear it started with Derek Rose years ago. Like, he's still out? I mean, I know it was an ACL, but it's been 15 months. It wasn't Teddy Bridgewater type of thing. It, it just wasn't. So, I, I don't understand. So, mm, I don't know what to go with that one. Um, <clears throat> but Alan Crabb, yes, he'll bring some of that outside shooting to the point, though, when we talk about salaries and such, Mr. Uh, Jeff Teague, 19 mil off the books, and Alan Crabb, above, almost 19 in the 18, like 18.6 mil is uh, his current contract, and that's he's in the last year of it. So he was basically an expiring going to Atlanta, now an expiring going back to Atlanta. Jeff Teague returning to his origins in the NBA, where he had a pretty good run, a slow start to his career, but got better and better and had some of his best years for the Atlanta Hawks. Loved Jeff Teague in Atlanta, and boy, he had some awful games there. As a Timberwolf. Ho, 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 ho. Don't give me a start on that one. Like, over 10 and like six turnovers. And, but he had 10 assists, though. Um, and he had zero, like one point, I think. He made a free throw. That was like a year or two ago in the Thibodeau era. Ah, uh, rubbish. But uh, Alan Crabb, sure. Yeah, he's better fit for the system. Pretty expensive for what he is. I mean, we're talking almost $19 million And he's not even really like a starter. Uh Basically a shooter who could do a little bit of rebounding, no defense much, just not a defensive player at all. But again, I'm a fan. I'm, I'm okay with him. Uh, again, liked him with Brooklyn. It's, it is it is alarming. Sometimes you look at guys' salaries. Like we talk about the injuries, but then you also can talk about the salaries too. It's like, he's kind of a role player and he's making almost $19 million a year. Wow. I mean, the NBA really is a goldmine when it comes to contracts. It really is. Um, boy, uh, if you can have a kid, <laughs> if you can raise a kid be a good enough basketball player to make it to the NBA. Oh, man. Oh, play one bleeping year and you're set for life. Good Lord. $18 million, man. And I know you get taxed, but you get a tax refund, too. Don't forget. There is a tax refund. Yeah. Uh, Alan Crabb was the first pick in the second round of the 2013 draft by the Cleveland Cavaliers. Never played for that team. 
wound up with the Portland Trailblazers. I don't know if it was a trade or free agent acquisition. Did a whole lot of nothing that year. Just kind of hanging around, hanging around like second round picks sometimes do. Uh, playing a couple games here and there, and then they get more and more minutes and get better, which I do believe Jalen Noel will be the case this year. Hopefully he'll be with Minnesota for a while and not with Portland or something. But I like the acquisition. It's kind of like, you know, you don't jump out of your seat. He does fit the system better. Teague kind of, I I don't think Teague wanted to be here anymore. I mean, why would he? That type of thing. And it's no disrespect to the Timberwolves. Atlanta's actually worse. So, I mean, there's nothing to brag about going to Atlanta. It's just, I don't know. I don't think the Wolves wanted to keep him either. He doesn't really fit the system. Uh, Trevion Graham does not fit the system. Alan Crabb fits the system. Um, what is our system? Shooting threes. What else is there to the system? I don't know yet. Shooting threes. And I guess being long and, and, and all that long and athletic, I suppose. But, I mean, David Kahn talked about long and athletic all the time, too. So, <laughs> I don't know where to go with that. Uh, Alan Crabb, of course, a shooting guard, small forward, swingman type of guy at 6'5". I would call him a shooting guard. And yes, he'll be uh, playing that role, of course. Hopefully not taking too many minutes away from Okoge, but, well, at least you get some bleeping offense, hopefully, because you're not going to get a whole lot from Oak, from Okoge. Let's get to the Houston Rockets, the Houston Sprockets. Uh, Basically, Sprocket fired us. He said, Minnesota Timberwolves, you're fired. Like, you're fired! And that's pretty much what happened. I don't want to talk about this game. It was awful. Um, it really was. James Harden just kind of did what he did. Uh, and now he's a 20,000-point guy. That's good. We're happy for him, I guess. I don't think a whole lot of people are big fans of this Houston Rocket team. And old Sam Perkins Nas Reed got a little trigger-happy in this one. But it was kind of almost like, what the hell can you do? What the hell, what the hell can you do? That's kind of where we stood at it. Like, what the hell can you do? They're killing us. So, I guess, shoot threes, Nas Reed. Just go ahead and shoot away, that type of thing. I, I guess it's just depressing. I mean, one of eight from downtown from Nas Reed. I like that. I like that little flick, that quick little release. That's why I compare him to Sam Perkins. He kind of, you know, he plays a Sam Perkins type of game. You know, he doesn't rebound like a crazy person. He should be a better rebounder, but he plays just a perimeter game for a six nine guy, which is what Perk did back in the old days. Josh Akogi had a pretty solid week. I have to admit, uh, four steals in this game, good hustle, one up at sixteen points. Seven three-point attempts from Josh Akogi, though. I mean, okay, yeah, we're playing Houston and everything, and we're we're going to show Houston that we can play their system too, because you know, you know, that's that's what it's all about. We're going to follow in their footsteps, and I'm not impressed. Uh, Gorgie Zhang, beautiful though, four of five from downtown. Do you realize Gorgie Zhang only attempted two regular shots from the floor though in the entire game? Five of his attempts, threes, but he made four of them. So. I can't really complain about that. Uh, he did get into foul trouble, which killed his minutes. Only about 18 and a half. Culver, 3 of 6. I mean, not bad. 3 of 6 from downtown for Culver. He had a good solid game. 8 rebounds, a good hustle play, this and that. But bottom line, is an awful game. Napier was lousy. Just, ugh, you know. I mean, nothing really to brag about there. Nothing to write home about. Uh, Jop was aggressive, but it's like, whatever. It felt like the whole game was garbage time. Like, basically, anything after the first quarter, just consider it garbage time. Consider it garbage time. We had 45-point third quarter. That's just like, you know, I don't know. Whatever. The Wolves lost by 30 in Houston. I mean, that's all That's all I'm going to talk about for the sake of time. And Do you really want to talk about that for much longer? Monday the 13th, Minnesota Timberwolves host the OKC Thunder, which is always an entertaining game. It was. It was entertaining. Uh, Gallinari was torching us like usual. 
getting to the free throw line and he cannot miss, I cannot miss like he always would say with Denver when he was torching us. Three of four from downtown. Felt like he shot more of them, but he made most of them. Big time game, 30 points for uh, Danilo Gallinari. Gorgeous play uh, earlier on. Started out by SGA, as they call him. Shy, yeah, let's just call him SGA. <laughs> He's a good player, isn't he? 20 rebounds for, the, for a shooting guard. Damn, 20 rebounds for a shooting guard. 10 assists and 20 points. That guy is good. I like him. <laughs> I like him. I do. Uh, Chris Paul was l- lousy, generally speaking. A lot of people would be like, wouldn't you want a stabilizing veteran for the Timberwolves? He's certainly helped OKC, and OKC's a good basketball team. The Thunder are good for a team that you think, like, okay, you just got rid of everybody. There's nobody left anymore. Yeah, Westbrook is kind of a, you know, I don't know. You get rid of one jackass and bring in another, but maybe this jackass is a little bit better leader in Chris Paul's case. Of course, certainly older and more injury-prone. But, I don't know, Westbrook gets hurt a lot, too. Let's be fair. Uh, but this SGA guy, he's a son of a gun. He, he's a good player. And a nice tic-tac-toe play, him involving Steven Adams. Kind of back-and-forth game. It went from SGA to Ferguson. Ferguson to Steven Adams. Back to Ferguson. What a great play. Uh, what a great tic-tac-toe play. Oh, my. Uh, it was just a one, two, three, four. Beautiful tic-tac-toe play by the by the Oklahoma City Thunder, started by SGA on that one. And I'm a fan of this guy. He's he's a hell of a player. <laughs> he, he he really is. Wish he was on the Wolves right now. We could sure use his help. Two of three from downtown in the game. Twenty points a game. Drafted by uh, from the Kentucky Wildcats in 2018, 11th overall uh, by the Charlotte Hornets. We didn't hear a whole lot about him last year. Wound up with the Los Angeles Clippers. He was a factor for them, but kind of in the rotation, this and that. He comes to Oklahoma City in that trade, and it's not a bad trade, is it? Uh, this might end up being an awesome trade for the Oklahoma City Thunder, and don't forget how many draft picks they got. So, I mean, yeah, Chris Paul might be like one of those guys, yeah, the contract sucks, but, I mean, this might end up being a pretty good trade when you consider all the draft picks the Oklahoma City could get, and, of course, Chris Paul along uh, Paul George and Chris Paul are just, you know, injured, 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 injured. Hangnail, he's out for a month. Uh, Stub toe, he's out for two months. Uh, bruised ego, he's out for the year. You know, I mean, it just, you know, a, an, an ego contusion. A severe ego contusion out for the season. Uh, and then you get this guy. He hasn't missed a game yet. So, knock on wood over here. Uh, can you hear that? That's wood. This is glass and metal right here. That's my little desk here. Uh, <laughs> good player, man. Uh, good trade, Oklahoma. Good, well played. Uh, that's uh, <laughs> there's a reason why teams have wanted their uh, wanted to get into their front office when they're looking for their new uh, franchise leader. Nice, 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 nicely done. And of course, Stephen Adams out of uh, New Zealand, hell of a pass to finish up that tic tac toe play. Dennis Strader didn't have nearly the game he did earlier against the Wolves. Neither did Chris Paul. Justin Patton on the roster, but DNP, that type of thing. Not injured, I hope, for his sake. Andrew Wiggins, just the same old thing. Um, can I just say this right here and right now? The frustration, the lack of energy, lack of focus, just lack of execution from Andrew Wiggins is back full force. It is back full force. Uh, the field goal percentage is way down. The energy is down. The presence is down. The defense is down. What else is down? I'm my confidence in him right now. And come on, Andrew, let's let's go. Uh, I don't know. He is just he's right back where he was last year. Right now, it doesn't help that there's no Carl Anthony Towns. It does not help. We get it because you know. I mean, the pressure's more on him now. Without Carl, please come back, Carl, and help. That'd be great. 
but you'd think the points would be up a little bit. I mean, I don't know. I'm glad he didn't attempt too many shots in the game. Uh, this was entertaining basketball, but not great. It was an entertaining game in terms of watching the Thunder play, I guess. Wolves had a couple moments here and there. The first quarter was good. Second quarter was adequate. And then it just, the third quarter just continues to be the Wolves kryptonite. And it's been that way for over a decade. Uh, back in the Kurt Rambis days, it's been that way. Could probably go back to Randy Whitman. Could probably go back to Dwayne Casey. Uh, the third quarter has just been, because I, I mean, my memory's good. But I've kind of let those days go. It's too long ago. Uh, I have memories of a lot of things from back then with the Wolves. But not like details like that necessarily. But the third quarter has just been the Wolves' kryptonite forever, and I don't know. Oklahoma just built their lead and didn't relinquish it, and it's just basically that simple. 48 field goal or three-point attempts last game with the Wolves versus Houston was 20%. This one was a little better, but still just very mediocre. I mean, 34% isn't going to get it done. If your percentage is lower than your attempts, that's not very good. Um, I don't know. I don't know, especially when you're attempting so many... And your percentage is real low, like really low. That's, that's frustrating. I know, when it gets to a point of like 48 attempts, of course your percentage is probably going to be lower. But that just tells you you're shooting too much. That's just my opinion. Nas Reed went Sam Perkins on this one. Four of eight, and I keep using that Sam Perkins term. But I'd like to see more rebounding. Uh, the energy's there. It's just, you know, get some rebounds, Nas. Uh, you can't just ride on the perimeter all day. That's what I don't like about Carl sometimes. One rebound in almost 19 minutes, but 4 of 8 from downtown, well-played, solid game. He was the best player for the Timberwolves in this game. Uh, very solid. He had a 15-point run, 15 points scored in a row for Nas in this game. Good for him, but I don't know. Just another loss. That's just all there is to say. Covington's solid in the game. Napier solid. More aggressive and just better, but uh, I don't know. I what are you, you going to say? Teague didn't play in the game? Uh, I don't know. I think Teague, they probably they were talking trade. They didn't want him to get injured. I'm sure the trade was just about done by this point. Oh, boy. I don't even want to continue. It's depressing stuff. It really is. Uh, Indiana, not a bad game at all, but not a good game. Wolves only went up with 99. 104-99. Indiana Pacers in the target center in front of 12,000 and, and a half people. 12.6 thousand people. Donna Sabonis playing like an all-star, dominant, unbelievable. He's got those Garnett numbers. He's got those, you know, Arvidas Sabonis numbers. Just kind of doing everything. He didn't attempt a three in the game, which is interesting, but did a whole lot of everything else. Six assists to go along with 29 points. Another double-double for him. Good for him. Uh, Doug McDermott had some good moments, had some bad moments. Looked funny on his shot, but he was adequate. I don't know. (laughs) It's just, I keep saying, I don't know. That's kind of the way it is. Like, Andrew Wiggins, same thing. 4 of 13, 10 points. I mean, it just, that says it all. 3 assists, 3 rebounds. It's, it's okay, it's okay. But, uh, I mean, and yeah, you could tell something was going on with T. Why isn't he playing? That type of thing. Um, you could tell something was up with him. But uh, just kind of a drop-off, this and that. Um, why uh, he's playing, but not as much. Not as much. Uh, but uh, luckily, the Wolves were able to get him going. He did play in the game. I'm just being weird. But uh, <laughs> Kata Bates-Shop, solid game off the bench. He's been putting in numbers on the board as Kata Bates-Shop. He's solid, showing that he's a good, solid role player. But generally speaking, eh, you know, Napier, kind of invisible, though he did get nine assists. Kind of a Telfair type of game. Sebastian Telfair, like one of five and nine assists. How Sebastian Telfair used to do stuff like that. Four turnovers, just like Sebastian Telfair. You compare uh, Nas Reed to Sam Perkins, and you can compare 
Shabazz Napier to Sebastian Telfair. I think they're very similar. Just Napier's a little better offensively usually. But, I don't know. Sometimes he's not. <laughs> Gorgie Zhang, very solid night. Culver, very, very solid night. Culver's been solid most of the week. Covington, solid most of the week. Wiggins, just... Oof, oof. Okogie had a spectacular dunk in the game. But that was it. Those were the only points he'd score. So, Okogie's not going to be getting any uh, Alpha Wolf award in this one. That's for sure. <laughs> Who's going to get the Alpha Wolf this week? I don't know. It's a tough, it's a tough call. It's not going to be Nazareed. Uh, some of the field goal attempts are a little bit silly. He had a decent week. I think it's going to go to... I think Gorgie Zheng and Jared Culver are going to kind of share it. Not a great week for either one of them, but good. Good week. Good week. Good game against Indiana. I liked this game for the most part. <sighs> but I don't know. Just Indiana just kind of pulled away in that fourth, and the Wolves just weren't up to the task. It's just that simple. We came up short, I guess you could say. This was an efficient game from downtown, almost 40%, and 28 attempts. Just more reasonable, more frugal. You don't have to go crazy. You don't have to attempt 48 threes. 28 is a good number. It's better than 14. Generally, the field goal percentage in the game, not good, really, because of guys like Wiggins, Shabazz, Napier did not shoot well. Covington just kind of adequate. Jop, again, 15 points off the bench. Kind of did a little bit of everything. I liked Caterbay's Jop. He's definitely an honorable mention this week for being one of the better players for the Wolves. Loved what he did, actually, most of this week. Uh, Caterbay's Jop. But uh, Gorgie and Culver are going to share it, I'd have to say. Consistent most of this week. And Culver is going to be getting starter minutes for maybe the rest of his career. We'll see. Uh, like the progress he's making, he's becoming more and more aggressive. He's attempting more threes. He's attacking the rim. His defense is good, though. I mean, everybody got schooled a bit by Harden. And, of course, Harden does all these little crafty tricks that, uh, you know, he pushes off and such and gets away with it, just like a lot of other players in the NBA. Uh, but especially him. <laughs> he does a lot of little stuff, a lot of little tricks and little, you know, crafty, cunning, uh, cheap plays. That's James Harden, basically, and uh, as a whole. But generally speaking, uh, again, the... Uh, Johnny Flynn Memorial. What what more can you say? Andrew Wiggins, de- depressing week. Depressing. Um, is he still sick? Because it's, because it looks like it. It looks like he's playing sick out there. I don't know what else to say about him right now. Because, I don't know, that's about how he would play if he was real sick. I mean, I'm not, I'm not trying to be sarcastic. It's depressing. You could probably hear it in my voice. And I'm just kind of like, ugh, you know, right now. Ugh, just looking at it and thinking about it. Like, just watching him. Just put up a shot, brick. Put up the next shot, brick. And he drives to the basket, and that one bounces out. Oh, that one went in. Okay. Whew. That's kind of how it was for Andrew Wiggins most of this week. Uh, at least he didn't turn the ball over against the Pacers, I guess. Uh, he's been okay with ball control. Okay. But his shot is just not falling. The aggressiveness is just not there. And it's sad. It's sad to watch. I, I really liked what I saw from him earlier. And I want it back, damn it. Well, with that, we'll take a break, and we're going to jump into some more busy schedules coming up. How many games are coming up anyway? Well, we'll come back to that in a moment here. It's going to be four games. That's what I thought. Indiana, Toronto, Denver, and Chicago. So that's what I thought. Four games to preview right after this. When is this nightmare going to end? Oh, please, Andrew Wiggins, wake up.
And we are back here on Timberwolves Explosion, segment number two. Your Jerry Burns leader. No, I don't know. What the hell can you do, right? Uh, segment number two, four games to preview. And, well, let's end the losing streak and stuff. Uh, we ended it against Portland and just kind of started losing again. Uh, we won two out of three, though. We could have won three in a row, but we, you know, of course, Memphis just owns the Timberwolves, I, I guess. Because the Memphis Grizzlies are our parent company, I guess. I think Wayne Hunt will love that one. There's going to be a lot of conversation on the Timberwolves. Explosion face to crazy. That's why I better just keep moving. Uh, let's get going. Indiana Pacers. Yes, the Wolves just lost to the Indiana Pacers. So there's your season series. It's going to wrap up in Indiana. The Pacers will sweep the Timberwolves. I mean, this, it's just that simple. Not because we suck so hard. We're so terrible. No, Indiana's a little better, obviously. Uh, they're 11 games above 500. We never win there. Uh, that's just kind of all there is to say, I think, at the end of the day. Not liking the energy out of Andrew Wiggins. Will we see Alan Crabb? I hope. Uh, nice to see a little energy. I do expect a sugar high from Alan Crabb the rest of the season. And don't forget the fact he's playing for some money now. Uh, his run in Atlanta, I can imagine. He's just begging, please get me the hell out of here. This team sucks and they're not even playing me. This is bullcrap. Uh, I don't want to be like out of the league next year because no one wants me. But, uh, well, the Wolves wanted him and we'll see. Maybe we can get him at a cheaper price if he's really good for us. Don't give him $18 million again, please. That's too much, unless he's just ridiculous. And I don't think a guy that played the way he did in Atlanta is worth $18 million. I don't think so, but we'll see. Uh, I don't know what else to say. I mean, we're, we're not going to beat the Indiana Pacers. We're just not. Uh, Sabonis has really emerged nicely, obviously. Brogdon, this and that. They make their threes, generally speaking. They're one of the better shooting teams in the league. Just kind of a, you know, they're just a solid shooting teams. They make their shots that simple. They don't score a whole lot. Their defense is sound, but they're efficient. Basically, that's how you describe the Indiana Pacers, and the Pacers will beat the Timberwolves something along the likes. Will Carl play? No. Let's just say Carl's not going to play. And if he does, he'll... Great. That's awesome. Carl played. Carl will not play in the game. Carl's not going to play this week. I'm just going to assume that until he suits up, because why? Oh, Carl's going to probably be back by then, and he's going to get 35 points. Yeah, bullcrap. Let's just let him suit up and play and uh, assume he's not going to play. Well, that's how we're going to go forward. <clears throat> Surprise me, Carl. Surprise me. Come on, Carl. Let's see what you can do, right? Okay. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm going Jack Morris and Carl Anthony Towns right now for uh, some of you that might listen to Dan Barrero locally. Um, <clears throat> Pacers are going to win the game. Lower scoring. Maybe a little more, though. Like 110 to whatever. You know, 110 to... Uh, 110 to 103, something like that. But the Pacers will pull away and win the game. Maybe 110, 100. I just, I don't know. I'm not happy right now. Not happy with the state of this club right now. Pacers win. Move forward to the Toronto Raptors. Oh my. Oh, yeah, right. We're going to win in Toronto. No, we're going to host the Toronto Raptors. Back to back situation. Friday night, the 17th tonight, Indiana. Tomorrow night, Saturday night, in in, uh, in Target Center. So not that far. Kind of a Midwestern trip to Indian back. I don't know what the point is, frankly, but I guess (laughs) Indian back. I mean, I guess that's kind of traveling. First game of the series today. Second game of the series, my father's birthday on Feb 10th. So I I just don't have a whole lot of confidence of the Wolves playing Toronto right now. I'm sorry, you know, they've kind of been back and forth lately. But obviously a good solid team. 12 games about 500, fourth place in the Eastern Conference. They would be hosting Indiana right now, but I think Indiana could win that series, especially when Victor Oladipo returns, which he will not at this moment. They're targeting the 29th. Uh, I do believe Mr. Uh, Mr. Williamson returned last night, though, so that's good. Finally returned well, played his first game. Uh, Siakam has become a, just an amazing player for Toronto. He really has. 
Wow, uh, he's just taken off. Uh, he's basically Kawhi Leonard 2.0 in a lot of ways. Great defensive player, very solid, very smart. And Oh, and by the way, he's averaging almost 25 points a game now. Uh, that's why Toronto's good is because of Pascal Siakam. What an awesome player. What an awesome player. Fred Van Vliet, has, has, uh, his, his role has increased. He's hitting some shots, hitting some threes. Kyle Lowry continues to be the efficient player he's always been. His points are up again because, uh, well, they, again... Somebody had to shoulder the load of the scoring. I'm sure nobody was too down about that part, other than just, you know, we're going to miss uh, Kawhi Leonard because he's, uh, he's a, you know, if he can stay healthy for the most part, we know how it is, but uh, if he can stay healthy for the most part, he's going to, you know, you could consider him a legend by the end of his career. Pascal Siakam might be a legend by the end of his career. What an efficient son of a gun. I love him. I love Pascal Siakam, and Toronto loves him. Does a little bit of everything. I mean, to me, again, he's like the new Kawhi Leonard, Kawhi Leonard for Toronto, and he is going to, if he stays consistent and stays healthy, don't get mad at me, Toronto Raptors. Uh, don't get mad at me, Vince Carter fans, but uh, with him just getting started here, <laughs> I'm telling you, can, can I say this? Can I say this, please? If he stays healthy and stays with Toronto, he'll be the best player in Toronto Raptors history. <gasps> Did I say that? Oh, my God! <laughs> I said it. I said it. Uh, yes. Offense, defense, everything. I mean, Vince Carter scored 25 points a game. Piasco Siakam is scoring 25 points a game. And you get the spectacular defense and all that other good stuff that he brings. Uh, love the guy. I think he's got an awesome future. And he could be... Uh, he could, the, the sky's the limit for this guy. Uh, love love the guy. But Toronto's going to beat the Timberwolves, unfortunately. They're third in the league in three-point percentage. Very efficient. Overall field goal percentage, 21st. They're right in the middle in points and rebounds. Above average in the rebounding category. Toronto's going to beat the Wolves. They always do. And they're a good team. They're a very damn good basketball team. And they still have a chance to They have a chance to compete in the postseason. I don't think they'll go to the finals, but they could get to the second round and make things very interesting. Kind of like uh, Philadelphia did for Toronto last year. Very interesting uh, series that was. Very interesting series indeed. Uh, what a nice run for Toronto, the defending world champions. It's so weird to say that, but uh, yeah, a team that started in 1995 won the NBA title. Yet 95 is so long ago, that's the year Carl and Andrew were born. So, it's, wow. Yeah, I was already in high school then, and uh, a lot of you were either little kids or not born, or maybe you were older than me. I don't know. Maybe you were a senior in high school. Maybe you were 35 already. I don't know, depending on who's listening. Back in good old 95, um, not that it was that good, but it was better than some things, I guess. <laughs> better in a lot of ways now, I guess. Um, Toronto wins the basketball game. Andrew, just, you know, I'm praying to God he gets more efficient. He strengthens up. Would love to see Carl back, but I'm not counting on it. Blah, blah, blah. Gorgie Zhang has a big game, I think. Wolves' chances of winning just, I mean, multiple players need to play well, and Toronto needs to have an off night, that type of thing. But I think Toronto wins the game. Let's look at their most recent five here, which I didn't even get into. Their offense spectacular against Oklahoma City on the road, 130 recently. They've been kind of a back-and-forth team lately. They beat Brooklyn by 19 points in Brooklyn. Impressive. Lose at home to Portland. What the hell? Go to Charlotte, win by two. Okay. Get beat by one point at home by the Spurs. The Spurs. And then, uh, and that was, of course, the return for uh, the other guy there. Oh, man. Uh Love, uh, yeah, well, let's just keep moving. Oklahoma City, they lose, to, uh, they beat Oklahoma City by nine in Oklahoma City, pretty good. They will then play the Wizards at home. I'd hope they'd win that and then head to Minnesota and Atlanta. Uh, Wolves will be playing a back to back. I think Toronto wins the game. I just do. 
because, uh, yeah, Toronto's not playing a... Oh, they are. Toronto is playing a back-to-back, so it'll be fair and equal. But Toronto still wins the game, I think. I think they go back-to-back and win a couple here. Uh, something along the likes. One seventeen. No, no, it's going to be lower scoring. Uh, the Wolves, Wolves' defense has been much better, obviously, for a while now. Something like 108-100, to 108-99. Toronto ends up winning the game. Would love to see Alan Crabb kind of have a little coming out party. Maybe he will. Maybe he'll score 25. Uh, Andrew Wiggins steps up. And, you know, Alan Crabb keeping the defense honest helps a little bit. Helps Andrew Wiggins be a little more aggressive to the basket. And Satcher maybe kicking the ball out to Alan Crabb and picking up some easy assists. That'd be great. I just, I don't know. I think Toronto wins the game, though, bottom line. Let's try to move forward if humanly possible uh, to the... uh, the next game, the Denver Nuggets. Ah, I just don't like the schedule at all. I don't like the schedule. I don't. Can you tell? I don't like the schedule. Yeah, the twentieth, hosting the Denver Nuggets. It's a it's a fun matchup historically. Obviously, first place in the Northwest Division, twenty nine and twelve. Oof, they're in the middle in like every statistic, but they win games like crazy. Nikola Jokic, the Joker, is a triple double threat every night. He's Arvidas Sabonis reincarnated. This and that. Jamal Murray torches us every Mickey freaking time he plays against us because we passed at him in the draft because everybody passes on somebody in the draft. Uh, Murray's not been shooting well this year necessarily except at the free throw line where he's 92% approximately. Will Barton always seems to play well against the Wolves. He's another one. He's another good solid player that the Wolves ended up uh, screwing up in the, uh, you know, Mr. Uh, David Kahn ended up screwing up years ago on that infamous 2011 draft night. Mm-mm-mm. I think he was with Houston for a while. Yep, that's what it was. That All those trades of Houston and such where we, ah, I don't even want to go there anymore. I don't even want to talk about it. Hell with it. Uh, Nikola Jokic usually plays very well against Minnesota. He's had some big, big games. 20 rebound game against Minnesota not so long ago. Uh, Paul Millsap, if healthy, is obviously very good. He's missed a few games this year. His numbers aren't great this season, but they seem to always be good against us. Gary Harris' shooting is way down. I don't know what's happened to that guy. He was a lights-out three-point shooter a couple of years ago. Last couple of years, not so much. It's been uh, utterly disappointing. Bring him to Minnesota. He'll fit our system. We could shoot some threes. We've had some very entertaining battles. The 198 was uh, lost on the 10th was devastating. Oh, the Wolves had that game, and we couldn't make a effing shot. Denver missed like 20 shots in a row, and we still lost. We, we came back and we still lost. Oh, 109-100 on December 20th in Denver. This one is in Target Center on the 20th. Oh, boy. Should I come out on the positive side here? I got a sneaky feeling about this one. The Wolves just might come out and win this one. Just maybe. It's like, it's like I doubt it, but there's a chance. You're telling me there's a chance. I want to believe. I want to believe so strongly that you're going to get a good, strong effort. Somebody like a Culver is going to come out with 20 points. Shabazz Napier is going to get hot. And Gorga gets one of those big-time double-double type games, multiple blocks, 15 rebounds, 20 points, something like that. I've got a sneaky feeling the Wolves win this game. I, I got a feeling. I got a feeling. Uh, without Carl Anthony Towns. So we lose with him, and we win without him somehow. I got a sneaky feeling it's going to be a, one of those funny games where the Wolves come out really ready to roll. And Denver is just a little bit off and not prepared for the game like they'd like to be when you think normally they are. They're well coached and obviously a great record. They're first place team. But I think this is going to be one of those funny games where Minnesota 
comes out and wins. And like it's it's the NBA, you know, they're all good players. Everybody's a good player, this, that, and they all have talented talent on their roster, even the worst teams. This and that. Not calling the Wolves the worst team. It's just that well, we're undermanned and this and that. But I got a sneaky feeling. Again, Alan Crabb, I got a feeling that he's gonna ride a little sugar high here. He's gonna have like a eighteen point type of game. Make like four threes in the game down the stretch, maybe seven threes. He might get red hot, who knows? But I got a sneaky feeling Minnesota ends up torching Denver for a hundred and hundred <laughs> torching, right? I was just playing around, but you get the idea. We're actually gonna get a season high against them. We've scored ninety eight and we've scored a hundred. <sighs> one twelve to one hundred. Minnesota's actually gonna beat Denver one twelve to one hundred. Maybe it'll go to overtime and be like one twenty to 115, something like that, 116. I think it is going to go to overtime. It's going to go to OT, and Minnesota wins the game, 120 to 116 over the Denver Nuggets. Culver's going to have a nice night. Wiggins will have like a 20-ish. I'm just kind of like leery on Wiggins right now, but I got a feeling Alan Crabb is going to ride some kind of a sugar high and uh, help the Wolves win this one. That's just my vibe. Let's move forward. Go ahead and laugh about that one, but we're not going to get swept by Denver. I just don't think that's going to happen. Uh, it's a pretty close matchup usually, even though you know Denver's had a much better season than the Timberwolves thus far. Now we go to Chicago on Wednesday the 22nd to wrap things up with Zach Levine and all that bullcrap. we got to love Zach Levine and everything. I know everybody voted for him on the All-Star ballots. Uh, why? You know, I don't know. So what? He's not on our team anymore. You can be mad that he's gone. I'm not going to vote for him for the All-Star game. There's, you know, whatever. I mean, you you can. You have every right to. I'm just, I don't know. I, it's your opinion. That Let's just leave it at that. It's your opinion. It's, it's okay. I'm not going to trash you for it. Kobe White, kind of, you know, mediocre start as most rookies go. It's not like Culver's setting the world on fire, but it's not like he sucks either. That's for sure. Otto Porter Jr.'s out for the year again. Ah, boy, Otto. Otto, Otto, Otto. Ah. Oh. Bummer, man. I love the guy, but there's too many injuries. God. Uh, Chris Dunn, well, he somehow, some way, finds his way in the fantasy stat sheet because he gets a lot of intangible numbers. He's like, decent in this, decent in that, so he pops up because he gets steals and assists and everything, but he's a backup point guard in the NBA. Laurie Markkinen's a good, solid starter rotation, starter rotation, kind of a power forward. Well, he's going to start, de facto kind of starter, like your fourth best player on a team, third best player. He's efficient, he's solid, but he's not that great. Levine, obviously, yes, he puts up great numbers offensively. He does get rebounds, he does get assists, he does even get steals. He is having a great season. So, again, I'm not trashing him. 40% from downtown. Zach Levine would be the best player in the Timberwolves right now, uh, especially with Carl being out. He would be the best player. So, again, I'm <laughs> go ahead and get mad. You know, I mean, you don't have to get mad at me right now uh, for saying I wouldn't vote for him for the All-Star game. It just seems like, a, oh, I, we miss you so much, so we're going to vote you for the All-Star game cause, and then kind of overrating the guy a little bit like he's the greatest ever. He is good. Don't get me wrong. He's very good. I'm not trashing him. I'm not trashing him. We could use him right now like, like, we, like we need to breathe, that type of thing. He would fit our system pretty well. I mean, go ahead and shoot some threes, Zach, and 40%. Whew, boy. And the athleticism to keep the defense on is one way and another. Uh, defense on is both ways, inside-outside type of game for Zach Levine. The inside, of course, slashing and dunking in uh, some good plays, hopefully not getting hurt, you know, just because people get hurt too much in this league these days. Uh, he stayed healthy, knock on wood. Here we go. So I just, uh, Zach's going to get his 35. He's going to get 35 against us. Even though the player, the person that traded him away is long gone. 
Uh, I don't think he's got anything against Ryan Saunders. I highly doubt it, but he's still going to probably get his 35 against us. He's still going to want to get up to play against us one way or another. The Bulls win. Ugh, the Bulls win the game. Terrible. Uh, maybe the Wolves come out and win. I want to come out and say that, but I got a crappy feeling the Bulls win this one. I think the Wolves would win in Target Center for sure, but I think the Bulls win this one on the road. That's just kind of how it's been with uh, Minnesota versus Zach Levine thus far. We'll play Zach Levine. Hopefully, if he's healthy and we're healthy and all that. March the 4th. <laughs> Everything is hopefully they're healthy nowadays. That's just how it is. Uh, nobody scores in that Bulls team except Zach Levine. That's the funny part. I mean, it's, it's a lousy team, but Zach scores like crazy. Uh, he's bringing them up in a lot of ways, so good for him. But, I don't know, maybe you're the best player on a terrible team. That's another thing, or the numbers are high, like Antoine Walker for the, uh, the, the Hawks years ago. Not the Celtics. They won a Hawks years ago. That type of thing. Uh, and who's the other one that, uh, uh, I don't even remember his name now. I'm, <laughs> it's like I know his name. I'd see it and I'd be like, duh. But to leave that one alone for now, uh, years ago. My mind is just kind of like, eh, just focused on the Timberwolves right now. Hell with some of those guys. Uh, March the 4th, though, Zach and, and co. Zach Levine versus the Timberwolves. Ooh, Zach Levine versus the Timberwolves on March the 4th. Bulls win this one, though, unfortunately. How have the Bulls fared recently? Not that great, I'm sure, but uh, they did recently beat Washington. Yay. Uh, they lost to uh, New Orleans. 123-108. They lost to Indiana. No surprise. They beat Detroit. That's cool. 108-99. Lost to the Celtics. No shocker on the road. 113-101 and beat Washington. Washington recently. They will head to Philadelphia and lose. They will host Cleveland and win. They will head to Milwaukee and get destroyed. And they will host the Wolves and I guess they'll win the damn game. I don't want them to at all. Final score. 110 to one one ten to 105. Something like that. Zach Levine gets 35. Wiggins is going to come out for this one and score 30-ish. It'll be a nice, entertaining battle. Culver might have a nice moment where he blocks Zach Levine or strips the ball away from him. That'd be awesome. But it's just going to be a little too much from Zach. It'll be a good back-and-forth, mono-e-mono type of battle. Uh, but Zach is going to end up winning the day, unfortunately. That's just how it usually is in Chicago. And uh, there's your final score. Was it 108-105? 110-105. Chicago ends up beating the Wolves. Zach gets 35-plus. Ugh. With that said, we'll take a break and get to a very uh, busy fan interaction segment. We are back here on Timberwolves Explosion Fan Interaction. Let's jump straight into it. At Wolves Explosion, at Wolves Explosion is the Twitter account. Want to thank Vinrock Vince Germano, Tanae Brown, and Levi Brown for retweeting the most recent show. Vinrock Vince Germano is out of Melbourne, Australia. Tanae and Levi Brown are out of New Zealand. Can't thank you guys enough for retweeting the show and passing on this show to your friends and followers. Can't thank you enough. God bless you guys for that. Twitter mostly just kind of in and out. Looks like kind of posts from other people here and there. So Twitter a little quiet this week, unfortunately. But uh, yeah, I was very active on Purple Mafia. At Purple Mafia show this past week, of course, Minnesota Vikings podcast. Do check that out if you have time. If you have time. So that's the Twitter account. Do give that a follow if you could. Yep, well, we got uh, Wayne Hunt. So Wayne Hunt, 
Vince Germano and Stu Benson all host the uh, Courtside Podcast. Wayne Hunt is the alpha dog, so to speak. We like to call him that. I like to call him that on the show. He's the, the host of the show, along with uh, Vinrock, Vince Germano. Wayne Hunt is out of Sydney, Australia. Stu Benson out of Sydney, Australia as well. So, again, uh, Vince Germano out of Melbourne, Australia. Vince Germano and Stu Benson are Laker fans. Wayne Hunt is a Memphis fan, but again, it's an NBA show. They kind of go all over the place. And, of course, talk about their teams as well. That type of thing. So, here we go. January the 15th, the most recent post from, or not most recent post, the oldest post from Wayne Hunt. It says, oh, man, that OKC game was a joke, right? Honestly, Joey, where is the heart with this team? I think it's time to start asking the question, is Saunders the right man for the job? I know... They have had injuries, but seriously, these players need to be ready to go. Look at the teams they have lost to this season already. Now, again, the Facebook page is facebook.com forward slash Timberwolves Explosion, and all this information will be in the show description. This can get a little busy. We'll see what happens. Uh, the Vinrock post gets a lot of response. Vince Germano says, too early to make the call on Saunders, man. I think it's too early, yes. Uh, there was a lack of heart. It's extremely frustrating. I think the whole team is just kind of out of sync, depressed. Certain players don't fit the system. The systems, I don't know. It's like trying to run, I don't know. I don't even want to call it a sophisticated offense, but it's, let's just put it this way. It's like trying to run, uh, what's the latest? I don't even know. Uh, let's just, well, I'll just go with Windows. It's like trying to run Windows 10 on a computer from 2012. I don't know. No, not 2012, even earlier. What am I saying? Like a computer from 2007, something like that. It would be really slow. It would struggle. It would have a hard time. That's kind of what it's like. Or like running... You know, like say you have an old iPhone or something and it's got the newest software on it. It's going to run slow. It's going to be stagnant. It's going to get weird. So you need newer parts, so to speak. That's what the Wolves need. They got a part in Alan Crabb. Is he a good part? I don't know. He's he's an upgrade. It's like a little bit newer uh, uh, processor. I don't know. I wouldn't call him a processor, though. I think the processors, Colonel Anthony Towns, the processor might be fine, but the rest of it stinks. I don't know. I'm just being weird. Okay, so let's get to... Uh, the replies here. Wayne Hunt responds with maybe, but you have to start asking the question, right? Everyone keeps telling me that they have the team to do it and make the playoffs. But there has been there have been plenty of games this season where they just haven't shown up. Time to make some changes for the better, even if that better is a long-term one. They are just not ready to win now. They're not ready to win now. I agree with that. Time to move on from Wiggins, a.k.a. Jeff Green, and get consistency. <laughs> I don't disagree with the comparison at this moment. <laughs> you can tell I'm a little down on the guy at the moment. And I'm not try- I'm not the uh, classic Wiggins hater. Like, ah, Wiggins, <laughs> he sucks, you know. There's a lot of people in this town that are like that. Um, I'm not. Time to move on from Jeff Teague. And they did. Yep, injured all the time. Bring in a point guard who will be a steady hand either to play next or next to our backup Jared Culver. Culver, that's okay. <laughs> it's funny. Time to store. I'm not going to go to that one. Uh, uh, <laughs> just teasing him about something. I'll leave it alone. Time to sort out where Towns is playing. Is it center or power forward? I want power forward. I want power forward, damn it. Uh, somebody else should play center. Carl can be a free free man to shoot his damn threes, but also please play the frickin' side. Do both. Play both. Don't stand on the... Ooh, don't stand on that perimeter all day. That is just ridiculous. I used to get mad at Marcus the forecaster because he's like a, a bigger guy. And would he just stand out on the perimeter and shoot threes the whole game when you could be killing it down low? It's okay to shoot some threes. It'd be a stretch four, stretch five. But not your whole, not the whole time. Okay, please, don't be Antoine Walker. That guy drove everybody nuts. Don't be Antoine Walker, please. We'll continue and bring in someone 
to compliment him. Yeah, if he's shooting three balls all game, then bring in a banger to do the dirty work. That's where Pekovich, if he stayed bleeping healthy, oh my God. Carl, would you, I remember how Vinrock, I, I, I bring this up every couple of shows or so, sometimes every five to ten shows, where Vinrock, Vince Germano, back when, uh, you know, years ago when Pekovich was still on the team, and he asked me, so how did Peck look tonight? How, how did Carl look tonight playing with Peck? How, how did that work out when Pekovich finally came back and it was Carl's first game with Peck? It looked like Carl Anthony Towns was floating on air. It was unbelievable. Peck was plugging the middle like he does. He was just a big guy down there drawing attention and Carl was flying like an eagle. Like the eagle's fan he is, the son of a gun. He was flying like an eagle out there. He was everywhere. He got like 18 rebounds. He got like four blocks. And he got like 35 points. And it happened again when Pekovic went in there. Carl Anthony Townsend played power forward. Can, can, can I say more? Did I, did I just make my point? <laughs> so yes, you are 100% accurate in my opinion, uh, Wayne Hunt there. No big names are signing in Minnesota, so it's got to be through trades or draft. Get busy, management. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Well said, Wayne Hunt. Will Vince Romano responds with, after the T, call us be patient and let uh, let Rosas and Saunders tweak the roster. It's still, for the most part, Coach Dibbs' roster. Wayne Hunt responds with, mate, they haven't done anything or improved since Dibbs left. In fact, now they're just under they're just underperforming. Say what you want about Dibbs and his rotations. But he had that team ready to go uh, game to game. So, uh-huh, uh-huh. Interesting thoughts there. Yeah, for the most part, he did. Uh, Vince says Wayne, or excuse me, uh, Thibs was a good coach, but still the roster he put together make the call after they've put together the roster they want. I'm sure they have a blueprint uh, blueprint of what they want to do. And <laughs> wow, look at this one. Matt Calvert jumps on board and says, "Straight trade, straight trade Drummond for Wiggins, then move Townsend power forward." That's not bad. Not bad, Matt. Not bad. <laughs> I would. Drummond with the Wolves, and then Towns gets freed up? Not bad. And, you, you know, you have so many guards. Maybe you keep Alan Crabb if he becomes a red-hot shooter for us. Fits our system better than he did in Atlanta. Uh, Culver continues to improve. You got a Kogi. You got a Kogi. You still got uh, Covington for now. We'll see if he gets traded. But you have guards. You have guards, and you add another one. Maybe you keep Shabazz around, spark plug. And then you add another guard in the draft, maybe a legitimate starting point guard. And, uh, well, chip chair chance. That's not a bad idea. Would Detroit do it? Maybe. I don't know. But that ain't a bad idea. That ain't bad. And Vinrock likes it too. He says, that isn't too bad. Uh, me, personally, I would not give up on Wiggins just yet. That's not a bad move, though. Drummond, Drummond to free things up. That might really improve the team. And I, I don't want to give up on Wiggins either, but I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Matt Kelbert responds with, I don't believe Wiggins has that elite player instinct. He can turn up and play some blinders, but it's not that consistent. The superstars that have the killer instinct. Yeah, the superstars have the killer instinct. Yeah, well said there. Uh, Vince says, I know, but he showed flashes this year of taking the next step. Something's got to trigger it. I just wish I knew what it was. (laughs) uh, Wayne says his bench roll, and then zing! Wayne responds to Matt Calvert. He says, if it's me looking at that OKC game and thinking, they have three good point guards here that could help us now. What should, I mean, we should make a run at one of them. Chris Paul, Dennis Schrader, Shy, uh, yeah, Shy, Gilgis Alexander. Yeah, yeah. SGA, you're saying SGA to Minnesota? Dennis Schrader, eh, you know, eh. I, I don't think he would be that good here. 
somehow I just don't think so. I think he'd just be kind of, uh, you know, he'd be a he'd be a glorified Shabazz. I think just better. Uh, he'd be a better version of Shabazz Napier, Chris Paul. Yeah, we've got enough injured players. I don't know. Uh, good veteran leader, boy. Very strong leader. Strong voice in the locker room. Kind of an asshole, though. Uh, <laughs> SGA. I don't think Oklahoma City wants to give that guy up. But if they do, uh, oh, sure. Sure. Yes. Yes, please. Yes, yes. <laughs> or if you're up for a gamble and want to move on from Higgins, I give a call to Washington and see just how happy they are with John Wall. Oh, uh, He might. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that one. He's like the wall of Jericho at this point, if you know what I mean. The walls came tumbling down. Yeah. <laughs> Contracts are just as bad as each as each other. Might as well make a play for the player with consistent production. Uh, he gets too, he's too injury prone, but good thoughts, though, and boy, SGA. <laughs> yeah, you can tell I'm intrigued by that one. Uh, yeah, Vince is asking why would they want that guy? I'd prefer uh, why would they want Chris Paul? I'd prefer Dinwiddie over Strader. Uh, yeah, I would prefer Dinwiddie too. Love love Dinwiddie. Uh, Strader, yeah, he's kind of all over the place, you know. Schroeder, Schroeder, pardon me. Uh, Wayne Hunt says, "Have you seen the OKC and Timber Pups records? Doesn't matter. Hold CP3 as he might not be your favorite point guard, but his numbers are good. He's a leader. He doesn't quit. And Wolves need a player." with that bully in them, and yes, we do. Personally, I like the Schroeder piece myself, but you make that call because what the Wolves have on the court right now sucks! <laughs> this just keeps going and going and going. Oh my god, you guys. Interesting conversation, though. Uh, Matt Culbert says, I'm not sure on the numbers. Too lazy to check, but Stephen Adams and Dennis Schrader for Wiggins? Hmm. <laughs> Stephen Adams, huh? Plug the middle for Carl uh, Anthony Towns. You know, okay, if we get Schroeder in that move, yes. SGA, that'd be the trade of the century. <laughs> yeah, okay, C would be like, why did we just do that? Why did we just do that? <laughs> SGA, that'd be amazing. SGA, Adams and SGA, that'd be funny. Uh, how, uh, Matt, Wayne Hunt says, how high do you think other teams are with Wiggins, really? <laughs> Add Jeng and it works, says Cal uh, Calvert, Matt Calvert. Mm. Interesting, interesting. Interesting, interesting. I just keep going. <laughs> this is interesting. Uh, Wayne Hunt says, I could see that. What, what does Colbert say? Not much, but OKC and Cleveland have an abundance of point guards to move on. Maybe a reunion at Cleveland. Oh, like Wiggins? Okay. Uh, Vince was saying, or Wayne Hunt was saying, Cleveland, Detroit, New York, maybe Charlotte, maybe Atlanta. Mm -hmm. What's Atlanta's offer? What's Atlanta offering? Wayne Hunt says, I, oh, I don't think a deal uh, could get done with Atlanta, to be honest, but they make sense as far in a place where Wiggins could fit in. Yeah, it would also be a gamble for Atlanta in hopes that he could bring in enough help for Trey Young, but I don't think they want to swallow that much contract for that much inconsistency. The work is cut off for the Timberwolves GM, but they need to move on from the Andrew Wiggins experience. Yep, yep, yep. Interesting. Well, we ended up trading with Atlanta for Alan Crabb. Uh, so he did get rid of Jeff Teague at least. Philip Brown says, "Dude, I have watched OKC this season a bit. They are a good team. Paul runs the show well, and the cohesion is great. Unlike the Wolves, I, I agree. They have done very well. To be fair, they have done very well. Have you watched many games, Derek? He's asking Derek uh, Bickley here. Derek Bickley says, Nah, China VPN. It's too hard to deal with. I watched this one though. I watched that game. Okay, so he's in China. Interesting." So now, uh, yep, we go to the 16th. That was a very busy thread. Thank you, Wayne Hunt. That was awesome. Keep, keep them coming. That was really good. <laughs> that was busy, but very good conversation. Interesting. 
Um, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, he says, Coach is too busy trying to be everybody's friend. He's got to start calling out these quote-unquote star players for shitty performances. All his friendships are going to get him is a pound, is a pound as they walk him out the door at the end of the season. Be a leader, not a best buddy. If you couldn't tell, I just finished watching the Indiana game. Putrid. Yeah, it was pretty weak. Um, it, it was. And Jeff Green strikes again. Jeff Green Jr. It was awful. Yeah, I mean, Wiggins was weak. 4 of 13. Yeah, I mean, and it's like how I talked about that in segment one. Yeah, it, it, Jeff Green. I Worse than Jeff Green. That was awful. Uh, I was not impressed one bit. So, yeah, very much in agreement there. It was absolutely pathetic. I was saying, yeah, and, and he was. Just no energy. Um that's why he wound up with that old, uh, you know, the Johnny Flynn Memorial. I was saying UFA, so again, about uh, Alan Crabb, UFA at the end of the year. Here comes Tanay. He jumps on board from New Zealand. He was saying, I like Crabb. It's a shame he's unrestricted, but he's having a down year in terms of shooting. Hopefully he finds his groove again with the Wolves. As for Teague, I liked getting to watch him in his first year with the team, but it was clear he wasn't the point guard for the Wolves to be winners. Hopefully we have another move or two coming. I, I do think so. Need something to get this team rolling. And I've been hearing about uh, D'Angelo Russell again. We're getting aggressive on that one. Too expensive. And, of course, Wayne Hunt will get to that one right now in a moment here. Vince Germano says, may as well hand cover the keys. He's part of the future. T isn't. I don't mind Crab. Hopefully he plays well. That's about where I stand. Hopefully he plays well. And, yes, it's Culver's uh, opportunity to be the starting point guard. For the moment, uh, Wayne Hunt gets things going crazy again because that's Wayne Hunt. Yep, he's, he's, a, he's, he's a good one. And then he has another post where he's just covering his face like, ugh, like that. You know, like you're just, yep. <laughs> if the Timberwolves want D'Angelo Russell, then now is the time to do it, I reckon. And it is. If if they want him, now is the time to do it. Because Golden State has lost 10 games in a row. There's just nothing going on. You know what Golden State's doing right now? You know what they're doing, right? They're shooting the moon. You know, have you ever played hearts? All of you out there, you know, that might play cards one way or another. Have you ever played hearts where you keep losing? You keep getting all the the... the the wrong cards and all that, and you just, you don't want that, but then you shoot the moon, and it's like, oh, crap, <laughs> yeah, and then everyone else gets nailed, they get, you know, you, yeah, you shoot the moon, that's what Golden State's doing right now, where everything's going bad, watch them with the number one pick in the, in the draft, wouldn't that just be disgusting, it would be really disgusting, Vince Germano says, not sure he's the answer, I'm not sure either, Wayne Hunt responds with, he's a buckload better than what they have now, and all they have now is a coach about to be put on the block. Wow. And Cat uh, walking in two years' time. Vince Romano says, Wiggins, Cat, and Culver is a good place to start. I wouldn't give up Culver. Wayne says, I'm tired of your old give Wiggins time speech. Call a spade a spade. Uh And Vince says, I'm tired of your haterade. Wayne says, that's because it's the truth. And they call him a flaw. From a flog, yep. Said by a gronk. You mean Gronkowski? You mean, what's what's all this hatred for Gronkowski, the former Patriot tight end now? Okay, sorry. I'm <laughs> just kidding. What's Russell going to give him that Wiggins doesn't? That would be Vince Germano responding to Wayne. Wayne says, consistency, leadership, all-star. Keeps Cat happy. Who knows down the road? You might be able to bring in a Booker. Oh, I don't like that guy. But no, yeah, I mean, I, I'd like him on the Wolves. I don't like him... Uh, on the Suns, yeah. Oh, but yeah, maybe. Those guys are real tight. Real question is... What does Wiggins bring that Delo doesn't? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Wayne Hunt says, consistency, turn it up. Yeah, I'm not sure about Delo's consistency either. Delo's good, and he's kind of a glorified, I don't know. I, I'm afraid to say too much. 
who who is he a glorified like uh I don't want to say anything. I'm going to drive people insane if I pull up a name here. There's a name floating in my head. I, I better be quiet for this moment. Uh, Wayne Hunt says, yeah, you're right. All-stars are not consistent. Okay, keep Wiggins, and he's consistent in imitating Jeff Green. Zing! Ooh. Don't forget, uh, Wayne Hunt says, or Vince Germano says, don't forget to put to put a star next to Russell's name. Jamal Maglior was an all-star once, too. All-star means nothing. And Wayne Hunt says, that's good because Wiggins will never be one. Yeah, but they get back and forth, kind of fighting a little bit. I was saying, I'm not paying him $30 million a year. I just don't think he's worth it. And Wayne Hunt, and he being, of course, D'Angelo Russell, the $30 million. Wayne Hunt says, but you're willing to give Wiggins how much and for what? I, I know, I know, I, 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 I know, I know, I, I understand. It's too much. They're giving him, what, 25 26 I know. I, I wasn't willing to necessarily. I thought there was more there when it happened. <sighs> you know? I I know. That's the crappy part. It's just, it's a good comeback. <sighs> D'Angelo does provide more. Yes, D'Angelo Russell is a better player than Andrew Wiggins right now. When Andrew Wiggins actually plays his game, gosh dang it, if he actually could be consistent. When he actually plays his game and what we saw from him earlier in the season... Those five assists, six rebound games, 25 points, a steal block. Solid, solid play out there. I'll take that player over D'Angelo Russell. I will. But the son of a, you know, the son of a gun, the son of a biscuit, the son of a bitch, let's just say it, isn't consistent. If he could be consistent, oh, even slightly consistent. These four for 13 games got to go, and I don't know if they're ever going to go. It's the, that's your Jeff Green. That's your, you, you know, uh... I don't even want to go. Uh, Williams, you know, for that, that, that went, went with the Charlotte Hornets, blah, 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 Atlanta Hawks years ago. Um, just fr- frustrating. Frustrating, man. Frustrating. Uh, I know there's more. There, there's got to be more. But it's, yes, we're getting, I'm, I'm getting tired of waiting too because it just keeps happening. And it doesn't, I mean, it doesn't matter who the coach is. Is it Phil Jackson? Is it this guy? Is it Buddy Buddy? I don't like that Ryan Saunders is Buddy Buddy. He sat down Covington though for being late to the being late to a meeting. So there is that being late for a shoot around. That's what it was. He sat Covington, but then he still played like starter minutes. That was the annoying part. He just didn't put him in the starting lineup. How how adorable that type of thing. And then Rocco stunk for like two weeks. I mean stunk. Like he looked like he didn't even give a crap. He's just like okay, whatever, you know. That's kind of was Covington's look on his face out there most games. It was beautiful to watch. Just beautiful. Uh with that said, I don't know. Uh, what more is there to say? I think we've said enough. I think Wayne Hunt, Vince Germano, Matt Culvert, thank you guys. Uh, uh, Philip Brown, awesome. Thank you for jumping on board, Philip Brown. New York Knicks fan, but very knowledgeable NBA guy. Just like uh, you know all the others that posted on here today, Brown. Awesome, 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 awesome. Thank you guys so much. That was an awesome uh, fan interaction segment. That was awesome. There's another way to get on fan interaction with your voice. Simply use... The uh, free voice recording application on any smart device on the planet. Just click on it, click record, treat it like a phone call, hit stop, save it, and email it to Paladino Live, or should I say send it or share it, to Paladino Live at yahoo.com. Paladino Live at yahoo.com. Keep it to like five minutes or so, but if you go a little longer, who cares? It's not the end of the world as long as you're sticking to basketball for the most part. <laughs> a little humor mixed in is okay, as long as it's not too silly or too uh, inappropriate. <laughs> Paladino Live at Yahoo.com. I will then convert it into an MP3 file thanks to Zamzar.com 
or any of the other websites. Converto is a different page. Uh, I forgot. So that one's actually different now. I'll just go with Zumzar.com at the moment and uh, mention another one that I uh, pick up. But Zumzar is the one I generally use. They give me a free service if it's a small enough file. If you need to do multiple files, though, there's a small charge for subscription. So this and that, if I'm getting like a ton of calls, then I'd probably get a subscription. And that's what you could do also out there that might be a podcaster or you just need to convert several files. Several files a month or something, just join Zomzar.com. Boom, 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 boom. That it is. Uh, thank you for the free service, though, generally speaking, for this show, the Zomzar. So I just give them a free uh, plug just, just for that very reason. I encourage you to use that. Uh, with that said, please write a positive rating on Apple Podcasts if you could. Apple Podcasts, iTunes, whatever it is. It's iTunes on laptops, computers, desktops, whatever. And uh, uh, Apple Podcasts on your smart devices out there. Please give a positive rating if you could. Let me know what you like about the show, what you maybe like improved, this and that. Would appreciate it very much. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Google Play Music, whatever it is. If you're able to do that on those. But I know Apple Podcasts, you can. And uh, thank you in advance for those of you that do that. God bless you. Hope you have a nice week. Hope the Wolves can uh, get better. Hopefully Carl comes back. Hopefully Wiggins can become that player. Just oh, just stay that player. Stop screwing around, Wiggins, please, for the love of God. Oh, God, I loved that player. 25, 6, 5, that type of thing. Oh, yeah, good solid defense. Nice th- catch-and-shoot threes. Or even just a, like rhythm dribble threes, whatever you want to call those. Love them. With that said, take care. Talk to you in a week. Go Timberwolves.